it's all very well talking about being real, showing up real, having authentic conversations online and offline, but hey, could we do with a few tips on how? Yes, we could. Hello, I'm Trisha Lewis. This is the Make It Real podcast, and I will be talking to very real people who've had very real experience, mistakes and everything, and they will be giving you those tips. So, stay tuned. Hello, Peter. Hello, how are you doing? I'm fine. Um, and I just want to warn all listeners that if there's a sudden really odd noise, it's because I'm in Bournemouth and we're in the middle of the Bournemouth Air Show at the moment. I mean, not literally. I, I, and so I, I am boiling hot because I've closed all my windows. <laughs> but, you know, the red arrows coming across our roof might just be picked up. So that's just little... now you, you're just bragging now because it's raining outside and I'm quite cold and all the windows are shut. Definitely. And the lights are on behind me. So you're just bragging now. Nice, nice, you nice can, brag. And, and there's a nice fireplace. We could light a fire up there. So where, so this is Peter Sumpton uh-huh. of uh, Marketing Study Lab, who's going to introduce himself in a minute, but I'm just a bit nosy and I forgot to ask you, where are you actually based? Where are you? So I'm based just outside Liverpool, one of the greatest cities yeah. in the world. <laughs> I just wanted to give you that opportunity. Yeah. Um, that's fantastic. I've got to struggle not to try putting on any kind of northern accent during this interview. Please tell me to stop if it happens. I'm an actor. It's just a very natural thing that I do. And it's hideously rude. So, um, okay, <laughs> Peter, it's so... <laughs> Don't take offense. It's so good to talk to you. And rather than blabber on trying to introduce you it'd be much more sensible for you to introduce yourself okay cool thank you uh pleasure to be on with you today looking forward to this it'll be a right giggle i think so my my backstory is really boring <laughs> unfortunately <laughs> so sit down for half an hour and we'll go through it all. <laughs> uh yeah so i've always been in marketing uh, um i remember once in school flicking through a book wondering what to do saw marketing thought oh, i wonder what that is looked into it and then for some reason, I, I, the first thing I thought of was Cadbury's. Bit weird. But uh, we can talk about that in a little bit more detail later on if you want. Uh, that and perfume remind me because that's the two best examples of marketing you'll get and why it's important. Um, but back to me. So chose to do marketing at university, uh, got a degree, went on to do my professional qualification, became a chartered marketer. And then about seven years ago, became a tutor, had this opportunity to become a tutor, wanted to tutor people in terms of how to get marketing correct. Little did I know, I didn't really know a lot about marketing at that time and still, until I started doing that. And I'm still learning and everybody should. Um, so did tutoring for seven years, which brought, brings me to this day. So I'm the owner of uh, Marketing Study Lab, like you kindly said, thank you very much. And basically what I do is I provide services to people that are either studying or are quite confused about what marketing is. Predominantly for professional qualifications, because I've been there, I've done that. I've had those struggles where you think marketing is just an advert or whatever you see on telly. And that is fundamentally not true. That is the tip of the iceberg. So, so I'm the guy that comes in and says, you're all wrong. Listen, 
Uh, well, oh, look, there's the red arrows. Um, I, I love it. I love it. And the thing about Peter is, uh, listeners, that he you can find him in quite a few places. Um, well, obviously, if you go stalking yeah, yeah. him, you can find him in cafes. And, you know, but I'm really talking about online. Um, he's got these lovely videos called Post-It. Do you call them Post-It videos? So... Uh, yeah, sort of. I haven't done them for for, for a while. Um, just been oh, busy, but I want to get I put you under pressure now. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, it, it's called um, post-it marketing um, because the or post-it marketing made simple simply because that the the uh, acronym for that, if it's acronym <laughs> right, is pimps. Yeah, and when I was younger. Uh, very, very, very much younger. If somebody said it was pimps, it meant it's easy. That's where the acronym comes in. <laughs> Which has no doubt brought a few questions and stories. Yeah. Okay, pimps. Not one I've ever come across in that definition. No, so. It's weird because I say it as an adult, knowing that I knew that as a child, and everybody says, what, what's pimps? Yeah. Yeah, so like easy, easy peasy, lemon squeezy with some. Absolutely, it probably came from something like that. But it gives me, it gives me two, two things when when I say that. One, I get to tell them what an idiot I was when I was younger. And two, I get to say, well, actually, it means post it. (laughs) <laughs> post-it marketing yeah and that's that actually is a little tip right there listeners uh it's it's fine to come up with something which might have a slightly controversial double meaning or anything like that because it does provide this lovely opportunity to talk about it so um and the, what i like about those um i'm now giving you total pressure because you've got to go out and make a whole load more now is yeah. um that you just sort of pop up they're very very short they're a minute aren't they yes so there's some there's some theory behind that. It started off at about thirty seconds, but because I'm passionate about the subjects, they usually go on and on and on. And then I'm like, oh no, this won't fit on on such and such. And I, I can't say a hundred percent if it's right correct now. But at the time, you were out thirty seconds on Instagram, so they started off as thirty seconds, or I tried to get them under thirty seconds, so it was easy to post it on Instagram. Yeah, that and that is blinking challenging. Do you know what I just did a. I just did something today. Was, I looked at it, but I think, for God's sake, that's seven minutes, Tricia. That's ridiculous. Um, it, I think it's one of, it is a glorious challenge um, to do this because you're quite right. I think it might be a minute now on Instagram, but I'm okay. not sure. I wouldn't swear by that either, but we can, all, we can all check that out. But yeah, it is something really, really important to bear in mind. And actually, it's such a wonderful discipline, isn't it, to bring mm-hmm. it down. But I mean, uh, so, so who's, who's, who's even got a, a minute these days, you know, who, who has, we, we, we flick through social, like we're flicking through a deck of cards, uh, doing a magic trick. And I suppose social is a bit like a, a magic trick, but the, the thing to remember is that you need to make it engaging. You need to make it specific to who you're targeting. And fundamentally, another reason that, that, uh, well, I like doing them and I find them so engaging is because you, you're focusing on one core thing, one singular thing. And the more things you add in, the, the more complex it gets, the more confusing your message gets. So for anyone listening, you just need to keep it simple and don't think because you're focusing on one single thing that you can't do any of the other things. Because if you gain that attention from somebody from that one singular thing, they'll find out the rest about you. 
That's what you that. need to do. It's so I love that. No, you, you, that is that is a, a top tip because it's something that I've been hideously bad at. Um, because yeah, I think there's a sort of mindset. You, it's a bit like I don't know if you agree with this, but it's a bit like if you're in a live networking situation and you're in that hideous round the table thing doing your sixty seconds. And there's when you, especially when you first start growing your business, there's this thing of oh my god, if I don't tell them everything I do, they'll think oh well that's not much good, is it? She only does that. And of course, it's like the opposite because you then lose them and they don't actually pick anything up. Whereas as you say, if they engage, then they're going to engage and want to find out more. Yeah, absolutely. And, and the thing you've got to remember is on, on if we can class it as a customer journey now, because the, 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 the journey or the channels that people find you on or they end up going through is that sporadic nowadays. There isn't such a thing as a customer journey really, but if we class it as that for now, if you think about the customer journey, there's multiple touch points. And I think Google say that it's either nine or 12 touch points that people need with, a, with an organization before they even see you as credible. So don't think that this one thing is going to gain you massive notoriety. And plus, don't think it's not going to make an, any impact. Because if you put something on Facebook, if you put something on LinkedIn, if you put something on Twitter, if you put something on your website, if you go on someone's podcast, if you put something in the local paper, if you're a local business, that's six or seven touch points right there. Yeah. So if one person has seen those six or seven touch points, you know, you're in their lives six or seven times, not <laughs> yeah. just once absolutely and they begin to get to know you and and this is the thing why um they don't want to see you turning up in one place as you know um x persona and then in another place this, this coming from an actor uh, but you know <laughs> what i mean and then in another place as y persona and another place as beeps because then you're actually you're only getting one touch point because yep. the other touch points aren't the same person in in there yeah and, and, and that, that brings us on to uh, something we call the integrating, integrated marketing. Mm-hmm. And, and essentially, to, to keep it massively simple, is that whatever you do, whatever comms channels you, you use and whatever communication you use, be it, content, be it copy, be it audio, be it visual, whatever it is, you need an underlying theme. So take the, the, the post-it uh, marketing. Um, I've just remembered it's post-it marketing made simple. That's the pimps. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, if you take that, it, it, it's, if, if I become known for doing that, then I become known for the guy with the post-it note. I don't need a name. I don't need anything. Yeah. If somebody says post-it notes, they're going to think of me. So, so that's the whole idea. I'm not saying I'm there yet. Far from it. But that's the idea behind things like that. And if people see post-its and me with post-its across various channels, or I create some kind of a creative, which is in a magazine, which has got a post-it note in it, they're going to know straight away, it's me. It, it's exactly why people have logos and build a brand. Yeah, exactly, exactly. And um, I, I thought, oh, this is awkward, isn't it? Because there's so many things we could talk about, Peter. Yeah. And this is a nightmare. Right, okay, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to try and get us on... Well, for a start, you are here on my podcast, which is a delight. But of course, you are way more experienced at podcasting um, than me because you are, you said you just published or whatever the official word is, yeah. your 83rd, 83rd episode. So what, what is your, is your blog, is your oh, podcast called the same thing? So there's 83 in the bag, I think released 
we're on 71, so I've got a fair bit mm-hmm. of editing to do tonight, unfortunately. <laughs> unfortunately, because I love it. And so they're all based around, lo and behold, marketing. And they're all based about teaching people what the heck marketing is, the different disciplines in marketing, or also a bit further afield and asking people, superstars in their field, to come on and say, what do you do? Why have you done it so successfully? And what can we learn from this, either mm-hmm. from a studying point of view or from a marketing point of view? Yeah. We've had a whole host of guests on. It's not just a marketing manager, marketing assistant, CEO, whatever. It's about copywriting. It's about mental health. It's about um, podcasting. You know, yes. it, yeah, yeah. And this is the way to, I think one of my favorite words is curiosity, to be honest. And I just think, you know, that's for anyone out there listening, just please stay curious. And in fact, going back to those little videos that you do, you know, it, you said you're quite a fan of um, analogies. I, mm-hmm. I expect all of us get mixed up between simile, analogy and metaphor, but let's not get too geeky about it. But where, for instance, I think you were stood outside a borough market. That's mm-hmm. right, you were in borough market and you made a point about which for people outside London is just a hubbly, bubbly, fabulous foodie sort of market in, in London. Lots of people with lots of stalls selling really good quality bread, cheese, you name it. And um, you made a point about something and it was like an analogy, wasn't it? Mm-hmm. What was, what's the point? <laughs> no, uh, even, I, even I can't remember. That, that was over, that was over it was, a year ago. It was about variety and quality, wasn't it? It was something like that. Yeah, I, I remember. I remember the underlying theme for that one was was saying that there's you can get a whole host of of things at Borough Market, F- food mainly, a lot of good food. Yes, and 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 to stand out, they need to be the best of the best. And people aren't pitching up at Borough Market with substandard bread, substandard coffee. You know, you go to a a fruit and veg stall. That fruit and veg has got to be bloody delicious because you're paying quite a premium for it, but they're paying a premium to be there because it's a historic place. It's over a hundred years old, this market. So you've got to show your quality and provide that quality to be there. And I think that's what I was getting at. How how can you be better than the rest? So, So you can pitch up at Borough Market and say, this is why we're good. Come and try our produce. Well, actually, you've just done a perfect link to another thing that I saw of yours, which was where uh, it was another one of these short videos. And it was <laughs> you, you were stood in front of your whiteboard, having done a little drawing of a palm tree on an island. And it was um, an analogy which involved Love Island, I believe. Yeah, massive fan of Love Island. Love it. Absolutely. No, no. I, yeah, really, bracket, sarcasm, <laughs> close brackets. Yeah, yeah. Absolutely. It was, it was, which, but that was great because that's what you said right at the beginning. And But the point is you 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 said it for what it is and, and, and we've all got to accept the fact that it's very successful. Mm-hmm. Some people will be in love with it. Some people will hate it, whatever. But that's the point you were making. It polarizes opinion and and on that for somebody especially in those early first few years of growing your business right so you you're trying to you're you're trying to tick so many boxes you want clients you want to make an income you um you 
you want to be different, but you also want to address a need that is actually out there. So there's no point in being too different. I don't know. Or will people accept this because it's not like they're used to, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. Mm -hmm. So where do you get this balance between um, going out there in, is, is, you know, it's the whole niche and polarizing thing, right? Go for it. You've got one minute to answer that question. No, I'm joking. <laughs> go, go for it. Simple. <laughs> uh, so there's, there's a few things there, really. First of all, uh, if you don't follow this guy, he's called Mark Ritson. He, he writes for Marketing Week and he's quite garish in, in what he, he writes. He's not afraid to basically tell the truth. And he said that if he gets 50% of people saying this is great and 50% saying it is atrocious, what are you saying? He's written it perfectly because he knows that no, he won't be for everyone. And, and whoever's listening, their company won't be for everyone. But why do, you, why do you care about those people that it isn't for? So for, for example, take the Love Island thing. Now, they're not going after the people that, I mean, they might be, but they're not going after the people that watch Question Time, are they? They're going after the people. <laughs> they're actually, they've kind of merged. Well, yeah, yeah, I know. But yeah, yeah, I know what you mean. Though. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. They're, not, they're not going after people that watch Landscape Artist of the Year on Sky Arts. Yeah, yeah absolutely. I didn't even know that existed. Yes, Showing there you some colours there. But there <laughs> <you go>. <laughs> <laughs> what, 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 what we're trying to say here is that you focus on your demographic, your target market, the people that, that want to know you, that need you, that, that they have a problem that you can fix, okay? And... With, with the Love Island analogy and with what Mark's saying is that they're perfect examples of people understanding their market and going, okay, we don't really care that these people over here don't like us and hate us. They're never going to like us. So why are we trying to get them to like us? The fact that they don't like us means that other people must. We're doing something right because we get X amount of viewers, right? Fantastic. Brilliant. Focus on them because they are your, your target market. I don't know how many views it gets, probably millions, blah, blah, blah. Anyway, that's a mass media, so it's going to get millions unless they, they, they'd cut it and it's, it's pushed to, to the millions to the nth degree. But there's, there's a guy called Kevin Kelly. And um, the one thing he's a proponent of is a thousand true fans. And what he says is that any business is sustainable if you get a thousand true fans. And a thousand might seem like a lot, and I'm not saying you get that overnight, far from it. But it doesn't take long to build up that core audience. And if you've got a core audience that's interested in what you've got to say, what you're telling them, and how you can help them solve their problems, then that is what you need to focus on. Don't worry about anything else. If you're solving people's problems, if you get one person that you're solving their problem, there'll be others out there. You just need to know where they are and the best ways to communicate with them. Yeah, gosh, I know. And I mean, it's, this is all really quite scary for uh, for everyone, really, in a way. And there is, and it, it, you know, if this is your if this is your sole income, and you've just sort of walked off the cliff edge without a parachute, thinking, "Oh, hang on a minute, I I actually can't pay the mortgage now or the rent <laughs> or whatever it is." I mean, I mean, is there a way of kind of? Do you think people should be a little bit step by step when it comes to? sometimes to setting up businesses and so, so we'd all love and i mean love to believe that there's an overnight success hmm. but 
there isn't. They just the fundamentally isn't. You might get one in a million, a billion, whatever. You know, and I think the the, the saying goes, "It took me years to become an overnight success," and that's mm. that's that's true because mm. people only see the tip of that iceberg. So, what I would suggest to anybody that's out there that that that's sat at a desk, hates the job, doesn't like going in on a Monday morning, whatever whatever it might be, um, is to focus on your passion. So, so what I'm saying, what I'm not saying is jump ship and ju- just do your passion. But let me a- ask you one question. Okay. Do you, <laughs> you're going to say no to all these, but I know <laughs> one program you do watch. Um, so do you watch EastEnders? No. No. Okay. <laughs> this, you see where the, I have watched it. I remember oh, okay. when Angie okay. and Dan were in it. it <laughs> okay. Oh God. Brilliant. Um, yeah. Do you watch the news? Yes. Okay, excellent. So say you watch the news for half an hour a night. Okay. Yeah. That might be massively important to you, but you can consume the news in other ways. But if you were that frustrated and annoyed that either one, you weren't getting the income you wanted, or two, you weren't doing what you were passionate about, you take that half an hour a day, you times it by five, you've got two and a half hours. And that's just one tiny thing I've mentioned. You've got two and a half hours where you can focus on your passion. You don't have to make money straight away. If, if yeah. you've got a regular income, do that. If you yeah. haven't, then it, it's slightly different. It, 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 you, you need to put yourself out there more. But if you're solving people's problems, if you know, well, sorry, first and foremost, are you solving people's problems? Have you got something that solves something for mm-hmm. somebody? And if you have, the next step is to work out where those people are are they on Facebook? Are they on Twitter? Mm. Wherever they are. And that is your channel of communication. The mm. final thing is, what do they want to hear? Do they want hints and tips? Do they want you to tell it like it is? Do they want inspirational quotes that we all see? Christ, I hope not. But, <laughs> you know, you need to work those things out. Yes. And when you do yes. that, don't go and sell. Be as, as um, a top, top bloke is. Be relentlessly helpful. Mm. and people will be drawn to you yeah and if you're getting frustrated and hacked off you're doing something you like but you can't work out why it isn't working try and bring your passion into it and mix the two so i'm a lover of football but i also love my profession marketing but if if i was marketing's okay but i loved football Mm -hmm. i'd be looking at trying to figure out a way where I could talk about football and then mix it with marketing. And that's, yes. kind, of what, that's kind of what I, I, I do with uh, post-it marketing. Yeah. And you'll see something and I'll think, well, hang on, you know, there's a coconut there. What can I say about this? <laughs> you know, it's not often that I hold a coconut. I was in Mexico at the time, you know, nice little, um, yeah. <laughs> Diversion there from, I'm just looking out the window and it's raining. Um, but yeah, there's a coconut and I'm like, it's a really good analogy there or metaphor or whatever we're going to call them for saying that stay true to you. What's in this core, show them the coconut milk. Don't show them the green boring outside bit. It's the it bit inside that people want to see. So get to that and show them that. I love that. Oh my gosh. You know, on my show notes, I do like top quotes. I mean, she <laughs> that, that is right up there and it's really funny because i've just posted a linkedin post um earlier this week um where i started off holding a plastic um pineapple a 1950s ice bucket so it's funny nice. that we're 
talking about pineapples and coconuts. Um, but you see, that's how this all works. Mm -hmm. And what you said about football, so for me, for instance, it would be acting. And for the first, I mean, that's my professional background. So for the first three years of setting up a communication coaching business, I made the mistake, actually, of listening to advice which kind of said, um, oh, God, don't tell everybody you're an actor. Um, <laughs> I got, I thought, oh, okay, all right, I'm, I'm just a coach. And I thought, well, this is ridiculous because everything I've done for 20, 30 years is what feeds into what I can do now. And people mm -hmm. now are coming to me. And somebody said to me the other day, I, I came to you because you walk the walk. You know, you're not just talking about it. Because um, I, and I, I now do bring in the analogies, the, all the things that are relevant from the acting world, not just the obvious presentation stuff. I don't mean that. I mean, just all the, the mindset stuff and the processes that go on. And, I, and the point is, and this is what you're saying, is that you then enjoy it. And unless you've got that passion, you are freaking well not going to be up at two o'clock in the morning and six o'clock in the morning and all the rest of it that it takes to, to grow a business. So... Um, if you find yourself getting bored, please remember what it is that sets you alight. And mm -hmm. like you so rightly said, connect it. And, like and if, if, if you're enjoying what you're doing, yeah. if you're creating content that you enjoy creating or you find interesting, then other, others will too. You know, you're, 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 and those are the people that you want as your, your core audience. <sighs> I love this. Well, I knew we could go on forever. Um, we've, we've made references to other people. We've made references to all the places they can go and find you. We've made references to coconuts and Liverpool. And it's just, it's rich. And have I missed anything out that you wanted to mention? Probably. Oh, Loads look at of that. Dramatic. I liked that pause. Dramatic pause. I, I always tell people, actually, a pause is a really good way of getting attention yeah absolutely so, so okay, okay okay um let's do some more dramatic pauses and I, I, i'll build into mm -hmm. why i think marketing qualifications are important because that's kind of at the heart of what i do okay so we'll, you have a gas leak or you're looking to install a cooker gas cooker who do you call to do that you call a, a gas engineer specialist. What are they called? <laughs> yeah, that's that's pretty pretty right. An engineer, gas engineer, that'll do. Thank you. Yeah. So, would you call any gas engineer? No, they'd have to be like all that kind of corgi registered and trusted trader and everything else. I, I'd really excellent. Have to trust them. Cool. So you've got toothache. Mm -hmm. Where do you go? A dentist. Would you let that dentist touch you if they hadn't studied mouths and teeth? <laughs> no. Okay. But we go through life and this happens at big companies, small companies, and everywhere in between where you have departments in marketing and people in marketing that have not got professional qualifications and are not really qualified to be a proponent of marketing. And I find it, bizarre like craziness simply because i'm not saying you need a qualification marketing qualification to do what we do as marketers mm -hmm. but you at least need to know the fundamentals you at mm -hmm. least need a background mm. you know, 
to understand the foundations that you build upon. And what we've talked about today, the, the, the content and the comms is kind of the, the, the top mm -hmm. of this iceberg. If you have those foundations, so if you understand your company, you understand your target market, you understand your competitors, you understand where you want to go, and you understand all the tactics to get you there and what you want to achieve, the comms and the content, it almost writes itself because you've worked out people's problems. You've worked out what, how you provide the solution. You've worked out your, your uh, strengths and your opportunities and where your weaknesses and threats lie. Mm. And they, in turn, create your strategy. And without marketing, we, we, we are nothing. We are absolutely nothing because marketing pushes sales. Sales yeah. is, is the final touch point, if you like, of a good marketing process. Yeah. And for those people that, that are sat there thinking, well, I don't really know what marketing is. Well, first of all, come and see me. But <laughs> secondly, this is how important marketing is. Okay. Uh, do, you, do you have any perfume? Uh, weirdly, um, oh God. <laughs> <laughs> I use body shop massage oil as my perfume. There we go. But I do, I do use that. Yeah. Too much information. No, that, it's way too much information, but the podcast is called make it real. So I couldn't lie. So there we go. That's it. Okay. So for 99.9% .9 of the population <laughs> that do have perfume. Okay. What, what, yeah. What draws people to the perfume? For example, okay, um, Chanel have got a perfume. David yeah. Beckham's got a perfume, etc., yeah. etc. Et mm -hmm. David Beckham's not known for his smell. No. Chanel <laughs> are not known for their smell. They're no. known for handbags. Yeah. But it's their brand, and because you know, like, and trust their yeah. brand, that yeah. you walk into a perfume shop and pick those bottles up yeah it's as simple as that and that is the importance of good marketing yeah the fact that you can take somebody i.e david beckham or i mean even little mix for christ's sake have got perfume yeah you know and and they're not they're not targeting me they know yeah. their audience and they are on brand bright colors the bottles probably in some snazzy shape simply because they know their target market and that's what they want. And that's how they're going to stand out to their target market. And that's how important marketing is. It, it should be every company needs to be marketing, marketing, marketing orientated. And if look, listen, look, I tell you what, if the listeners don't feel the passion uh, in your uh, voice in that, then they need to go and see a hearing specialist. But I <laughs> honestly, and, and I think, um, I mean, I would say the same about communication, of course, obviously. I'd say, you know, it's like, it's everything. Gee, it's everything. Um, and it's, and like marketing, it has so many layers and, and there's so much you can do with it that people don't realize. And so um, stay curious, as I, I said earlier on. And this has been an absolutely brilliant chat. And um, I'm worried about my perfume now. Um, I think it's yeah, I wouldn't fine. Be, I wouldn't be worried about your perfume. You haven't no. got any. No, do you know what I can do? I can come up with a brand, which is basically, it's an orange and black bottle, um, brand colours, but it's um, empty because my brand is Make It Real. And obviously, if you splash too much perfume, although you, you're not being real, are you say, I thought it's a, I'm sorry, just made a note of that. Right. Okay. Anyway, uh, moving on, Peter, who now thinks I'm completely nuts and we've only <laughs> really just met. Um, is there anywhere, where, where do we direct people to? So the best place to get my attention 
uh, is LinkedIn. Love the platform. It's very misunderstood, but it's growing and developing yeah. all the time. It's the, it's the best platform in the world. I ever. agree. For, yeah, it, it, it's got its little intricacies. And, and a couple of years ago, somebody once told me, it's like having a annoying stepbrother. You love him, <laughs> but God, it does your head in sometimes. And that's what LinkedIn does, but it's, it's brilliant. I've met so yeah. many fascinating people on LinkedIn. Yeah, I agree. I agree. Um, yeah, so get me on there. Just Peter uh, Sumpton. Yeah, Peter Sumpton. Yeah. Uh, yeah. The easiest surname in the world to spell. Yeah. Uh, you'd be amazed some of the different spellings and pronunciations of that name that I've got. Yeah. Um, but if people want to check me out, marketingstudylab.co.uk or email me directly at peter at marketingstudylab.co.uk. I'm also on the Twitter and the Instagram and all that, but they're secondary to... to yeah, them. yeah, yeah. Perfect. Thank you so much, Peter. Loved it. Um, I, I'm now so hot. Um, it's ridiculous because I'm sorry to have to say this because you are very up north. Um, but down here, it's about 25 degrees um, and blue sky. Mm, I think it's 15 here. <laughs> but you know what? I quite like it. I'm quite looking forward to it now. I've gone a bit weird about summer. Um, so... Uh, fabulous we will continue our conversations and um you know you might come back again when i'm on my 83rd episode <laughs> cool <laughs> okay bye bye for now peter Cheers. Bye. Pleasure. Bye. Yes! take action try this one small step ah uh, find your smell i mean what i'm <laughs> keep it simple so try out a 30 second audio record on your voice memo on your phone try out a 60 second little video you don't have to show anyone but the the discipline is to get down to what you do why you do it what it is you enjoy about it and who you're doing it for and keep it simple lot of fascinating stuff you might need some show notes so head over to trishalewis.com forward slash make it real podcast to download those and subscribe because then you'll know when the next episode is available. I give you permission to go out and be real and enjoy it. Look forward to the next episode. Never